today on the Sales Life Podcast. Because you, 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 you think like an MVP. You think your product is the best, but no one else does. This is what gets you discouraged, and this is where most people quit. You quit before you even get started. Work like an MVP. Don't act like one, man. Ram Fishkin, who's the author of uh, the book Lost and Founder, he writes uh, in the book about MVP, which stands for minimum viable product. Meaning, see, if something is viable, it means it's workable, it's good enough, and can expand from there. And see, uh, a MVP, a minimum viable product for Nike, is going to be way different than an MVP for a company startup like uh, Johnny's Hoodies. Because, see, Nike's customer base is in the mega millions. They've got millions and millions and millions all over the world. They're global. So they've got to consider way more. They've got more on the line that they've got to weigh into and consider before launching a product. Launching a saying, launching, um, I don't know, a color scheme, whatever. So because, see, if it's the wrong move, the company's brand could suffer instantly. And because they are followed by millions, it could take them years to recover. This is what Fishkin calls the MVP hangover. Meanwhile, because no one outside of the block even knows about Johnny's hoodies, he can afford to launch a bad MVP, a bad minimum, a minimal viable product. So it could be the wrong, uh, the wrong saying, the wrong logo, the wrong font, the wrong color scheme. He, he can afford to, to launch a bad MVP, quickly recover, and come back with something different. Dude, you have to rejoice that no one's watching you. Rejoice in that. Because, see, this will give you a chance to keep making what you've got even better. And I know you grow discouraged because you're acting like an MVP instead of thinking like one. And I know in your mind, you think that your product right now, whether it be in sales, whether it be in real estate, a vlog, a blog, an online course, a YouTube channel, dude, I know that you think that you can go toe-to-toe with the best of them. And because you think that you're most valuable, and most don't, because no one's beating down your door. See, you're putting stuff out there and it's like nobody, no one's even showing up. Your numbers aren't even growing. Your product's not even resonating with anybody because you, 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 you think like an MVP. You think your product is the best, but no one else does. This is what gets you discouraged. And this is where most people quit. You quit before you even get started. Work like an MVP. Don't act like one, man. And what you think is your best work uh, for a few is going to pale in comparison to the product that you produce for the masses later. So right now, dude, you can afford to put something out there into the world, discover what's not working. You can make the adjustments and continue on with minimal impact because no one's even watching for now, which is a blessing. It's a blessing because, see, you can work with your MVP and keep going back to the lab over and over and over again to elevate your product. Your product, dude, is brand new. After, okay, so let me bring it down to me. After 500 episodes of The Sales Life, I decided um, recently to launch two additional podcasts, The Sales Life Junior 
and which is helping junior people evolve into making senior decisions as they start growing independently, as they start uh, amassing credit. It, it's helping them uh, kind of uh, avoid some of the pitfalls that I wish I would have avoided. So, uh, you know, after 500 episodes, I figured I had the sales life down pat. And I didn't want to blur the lines of coming out with something, uh, episodes that were something that were really, really more honed toward younger people or really, really honed more toward the, the other episode that I want to come out with, which is the sales life on sales, which is strictly sales related. So I decided to split them off into two additional podcasts. So we always have the the sales life, but then come back with the sales life junior for that for that niche market, and also the sales life on sales. Those are those are two other markets that I believe I need to contribute to. I believe in those, but I realized early on that there is no way. After two episodes, I realized there is no way I could do the sales life for seven days a week and come out with the sales life on sales and the sales life junior and create something of quality value for every single one of them. Something would have to suffer. Meaning I would say, oh shoot, man, I got a podcast to do today here and just throw something up. I don't want to do that. That's, that's totally not what I got into this to do. So because my MVP is small in comparison to say somebody like a Joe Rogan, where he has millions and millions and millions of people who follow him, my, my base is small. So I can afford to let my mouth overload my ass. I can afford to say this is what I want to do and then realize that, wait a minute, I can't do this. I can't sustain this. So I had to make a decision. And you're hearing the decision right now. So the decision is, the sales life is my mothership. That's everything to me. So the sales life is a five day a week now is now a five day a week podcast it's going to come out monday through friday and the sales life junior will come out on sundays and the sales life on sales will be released on uh, saturday so that way i believe in every if i didn't believe in one of the podcasts i wouldn't even come out with it i'd scrap it and say i i just can't devote the mental currency to it i can but i do have to make some adjustments because otherwise, man, it, it would be, it's too big of a behemoth right now for me to sit there and be able to not only create the content, but also market the content effectively. Because I, you know, and I realized that two episodes in, there's no way. I mean, I, I'm not only trying to push the sales life and get snippets of those episodes out there, but also to work on the sales life junior and the sales life on sales and get that message out there. It's too much for you. It's too much to consume. Your life is too busy. My life is too busy. So I had to make some adjustments from there. See, you have to look at whatever field that you're in, man, you have to look at um, your MVP. And the fact that you're small right now is a good thing. The fact that um, a, a company that has millions it's got to be attractive to those millions. But a company like you that's got a small MVP, it can whiz right by a few, man, and people won't even notice. It's no big deal. So if you're a small business owner, your MVP is minimal. 
You can afford to, I don't know, switch up a recipe. You can try a new product and it can fail with minimal impact. And because you're nimble and able enough to quickly adjust and carry on, you can make the adjustments and rock out. And if it's a hit, then you can quickly ramp up the production just as fast too. Your MVP for your podcast and your YouTube channel is an extreme advantage for you. You know, my YouTube channel has, uh, I don't know, 89 subscribers versus if I had a million subscribers, if I switched up content or if I did something different and because it attracts 3 million followers, it would be a big consequence if it didn't resonate well. So I could, I could lose that base quickly and it would take me years to recover. Because your podcast and YouTube channel is an extreme, uh, is small, it's an extreme advantage for you right now with your MVP. Because what you're able to do is you're able to put your work out there. And in hindsight, I'm telling you, trust me with this, it won't be very good. But it'll be great once the masses catch up. Because see, you're putting an MVP out there and you keep working and reiterating over and over and over again, making it a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit tighter, a little bit more concise. Your MVP for starting out or if you're elevating your game in sales. It could be for you is that you're establishing that you're a trusted source. And so you bust your tail constantly, man, trying to create content so that customers will consider you when they're ready to buy, right? And because your MVP is small, you can afford to build when it doesn't resonate well with some people. Okay, it didn't work. This marketing plan, these, these videos that you're doing, the content that you're creating, okay, it's not really landing well. It's not resonating well. There's no, you know, you're not getting very much feedback. Good. Because you've got a small MVP, you can make the adjustment and keep rocking. See, acting like an MVP is going to make you want to retire early. But working like an MVP, well, that'll make you come back and discover your best. So let me ask you this. What's your MVP right now? What's your MVP and what's your takeaway from today's episode? I want to hear from you. You can text me 337-565-0906 or you can email me thesaleslife1 at gmail.com. Either case, dude, I'd love to hear from you. Remember, never settle. Keep selling your way through life no matter what. Stay in the sales life.